never done this. I'm testing that. It's been quite a week. It's really been quite a year for all of us. I'm sitting in one of the most sacred spots for me to just relax. And that's the graveyard. It's about 8.30 at night here in Denver, Colorado. It's so calm, so cool. Definitely fall weather. Um, Unfortunately, this cemetery is near a busy road, so it's a little... A little loud, but there's just something about driving into it that always just eases my nerves. Second I drive in, I'm just like, (sighs) cool, calm, collected. More than I was entering. (laughs) Not 100%, clearly. It's a smaller cemetery, but it's part of a huge array of cemeteries here and the Colorado region. Um, I actually live near the second oldest cemetery in Colorado, which has a lot of historic figures there, like the founder of the Ku Klux Klan in Colorado, um, a general in the military that, you know, did some horrible mass massacres and whatnot. Nothing to be proud of, but he's buried there. Um, up to some younger children murdered and, you know, school shootings here in Colorado. Um, The whole plethora of things. It's just really, really amazing to go there. Um, Every once in a while, my son goes with me. We walk it. We look at graves. Um, It's just amazing to see people from the 1800s, like, what the gravestones look like. They're actually magnificently crafted. Beautiful display. Um, you still feel for these people when, you know, their child lived one day, their child lived, you know, one week, two months, two years. It's, it still breaks my heart. Their little tombstones are so much more immaculate than the ones that a random person can afford today, which shows you how times have changed and how greed and money have taken over. But, um going through that cemetery it's just very very calming very soothing um there's a lot of people that lost their lives that shouldn't have there's a huge military establishment in that cemetery um not as large as fort logan but it's still beautiful And it's off a major road, too. However, it's so much larger that if you're in the middle of the cemetery, you can't hear any traffic. Um, Oftentimes, I go there, too, just to read, just to kind of hang out, get some peace, get some fresh air. Um, Unfortunately, since they've had so much vandalism and so since there are so many, like, well-known graves there, they aren't open past, like, 4 (laughs) p.m., Um, I don't blame them. So I'm here at this other one where I could just kind of rest and be at ease. But I used to come here years ago and feel like people were watching me. And now I come here and it's just like, it's a sense of comfort that thank you for watching me. It's a little different. I think when you go through things in life, 
perspective changes. Um, to be honest, I'd be more afraid that a living person would come out and attack me than, you know, clearly a ghost apparition, you know, disembodied spirit, whatever you want to call it. It's just very peaceful. I can't tell you why, but it is. Um, Last couple, not really couple months, it's really been a couple, probably more like six years, but you gotta fake it to make it, uh, to pretend to be happy, pretend things are going well, pretend all is good. Well, I haven't lost the true essence of me. Looking back, I have given up a lot of what I am. Shifted, I guess. I haven't given it up. I've shifted it to be something different to please other people. Knowing it's not okay, but really not having a choice. Um, you know, I'm absolutely into metaphysics. I have been for more than 10 years now. I know everything happens for a reason. I... Studied psychology in college until I switched to accounting. And so I know about all of that stuff, but trying to apply it to your real life is a whole different issue. Um, learning to say no <laughs> is something I've been learning my entire life. I still don't like it. I still don't like it. I do it. I don't like it. Um... Hence, the flip side is getting walked all over and having people take advantage. And you kind of just get beat down after years and years and years. Kind of feel like anything that you've ever done in the past is like the old you. I could have been the president, but now in my mind, Had I been the president and my term was up, in my mind right now, none of that would have mattered to me. You have people feeding in your head. You're not good enough. By the way they treat you. And perhaps by the way that they use their words against you. It's not always words that hurt. Sometimes it's actions. But learning to find your strength in the little things. I'm getting there. It's like, ugh, sorry, I'm crying. Ah.
this last week was a wake-up call. And, uh... This person did something that I never thought they would do. Which... As silly as it sounds, I'm more upset with myself for not following my gut instinct. I should have known better. I should have known. I didn't. So, of course, I'm upset with them for not following through on their promise. But the type of person I am, I'm more upset with myself for allowing them to do that. I should have stuck to my gut, put my foot down, and just been okay with being called the bitch. Should have done it. Should have done it. Such a fine line. Such a fine line. But for me, like, harboring all that isn't worth it. I'd rather be happy. I'd rather just move on. Go on. And... I thought I was by giving this person what they wanted and came to backfire. Fucked in my son's school and who's there to pick up the pieces? Me. Me. Mama 24-7. sure y'all could read in between the lines but it's just frustrating to be a woman who tries to do everything for a child and while someone sits back and does nothing And the other person wants to take credit for it. And when me, (laughs) I don't acknowledge that because they didn't do anything. (sighs) Causes a problem. I'm not going to acknowledge something that didn't happen. I'm not going to acknowledge you doing nothing. I'm just not going to acknowledge, period. I go silent. I'm upset. I'm stressed. It's not healthy, but that's my method of coping. Silence. I don't want to say something I regret. So, I took some leaps and bounds this week. Um, which just doesn't sound like a leap and bound, but I never get away from my son. 24-7, I'm with him. Um, it's a fight tooth and nail with the male part of his genes to watch him so I can go to any appointment I need to. So finally, I put my foot down. I said, 
I need to get home at this time. I need to go renew my driver's license. I physically have to go in because my picture is 10 years old. So I have to go get a new picture. So I have to go in. Cool, fine. Well, he, he's delayed it since February. And it's now October. I finally put my foot down and said, now, pretty much fuck you. I'm going. Um, I haven't got my hair cut in a, a long time. Probably since February, too. Well, it's prior to February. My hair grows slow, but... So I'm going to do that eventually. Um, tomorrow, I have another appointment I needed to make. And then, um, there was something else. What was another thing? Oh, I got elected to my son's PTA, which in a million years, I never thought I would be, like, a school mom, you know? But six to eight hours a day, that's all I'm doing with my son. His father doesn't cooperate his father doesn't assist it makes his father mad he doesn't understand um his teacher recommended me it took me a couple days and I was like no because I always stop myself nah I just I'm not that mom you know I'm just I'm not the mom that you know has like a rich husband so I'm like nah she's like Sarah you're like very good with your son you're I was like fine I'll do it and then she's like wait you got to fill this out so I had to fill out this form and then I had to do a video and sell myself talk about freeze this is why I go on and off of vocalizers it takes a lot for me to get on video I have to be in a mood and go into the room I have to be in a mood I'm extremely shy. People don't think that, but it's the truth. So I did it, and I was like, okay. I was like, if no one votes for me, if I don't get voted in, you know, it's fine. I tried. Because this is what I'm teaching my son in school. You just have to try. You don't have to write it right. Just write what you hear. It doesn't have to be right. Give him examples that I still remember from kindergarten, first grade, where I'd fight with my mom about, Mom, W-A-T-E-R. I used to fight with her, and I said, Mom, that's waiter. That is waiter. She's like, sir, that's water. And I fought with her. My son does the same thing with me, so I kind of laugh. And I'm like, it's okay. So I was like, I did it. It took about a couple weeks. And I got the thing that I was elected for the first grade representative at his school. I was like, wow. And we had a meeting on Monday morning. Uh, I mean, Monday evening. And uh, everyone um, got a sheet that says specific roles. And there's more people than the roles on there. But clearly they want people to participate. Sorry. There's a car driving by. Um. And I wanted, like, the note taker or the timekeeper. I wanted something kind of simple, you know? Because I'm, I'm kind of, to be honest, like, real scared. Like, how am I going to 
you know, I'm like working with the principal and stuff. Uh, lo and behold, she was like, Sarah, do you want to be the secretary? Which is pretty much her role, the principal's role. I have to like call people, email people, asking them to join, have to like set up the meetings, doing all this stuff that that's not what I thought I signed up for but I was like my brain just told me Sarah just do it this will benefit you so trying to get out of my comfort zone this week it's hard my mind keeps telling me you can't do it Like that devil part. But my rational brain is like, hell yeah, girl, you got this. Um, it's just so weird how your mind can trick you. When you're surrounded by a person or people, which I never see anyone, a person that is nasty. Brings down your vibe, makes your body tense up, makes you not have any freedom, you feel trapped. Hence, I guess, makes sense why sitting in a cemetery now at 8.45 at night is so soothing. It totally is. I mean, not many people are into paranormal. I am, but... I have to tell you, this is the first time I've been in the cemetery where I don't feel spooked out. I feel like they're listening and they're like, yeah, go girl. It's just, it's hard for me to not be a people pleaser because I am so nice. But then once you push me to the edge be a bitch and I always regret when I'm a bitch so I try not to go there at all but then I realize damn I'm human too like I can't be nice all the time so one of the blessings from homeschooling my son because there's no other choice at this point. Has been. Um, his school is totally. He goes to like a different type of school. It's still part of the public school system. Um, but. They focus more on social emotional. Most of the kids that go to school are Hispanic. He is of Hispanic descent. But he doesn't speak Spanish. He's one of the few that doesn't speak Spanish. So, hence, I'm learning Spanish. Not much, but I'm learning. Um, but they really focus on the, the children's mental health. They focus on, like, today, or really all this week, the lesson was asking for help, being assertive. You hold your head up high, your shoulders back. You ask for what you need. And they make them give examples. Okay, what do you need help with? Some kids say, I need help with my homework. Some kids say, I need help cooking. Some kids say, I need help cleaning up my room. 
So it's very different than just a normal public school. So I'm just totally thankful for that. Plus I get the perk of having to help him with Spanish homework. Um, so he and I are both learning together. Totally super grateful for that. It's just looking for the little things in life that um, can light your path a little more. Things seem dreary. Um, here in Denver, at least, it looks like not till the end of October. Are they even considering kids going back to school? But even at that, it's only going to be two days a week. But still, I mean, that's better than nothing. It gives some social interaction. Um, allows me to go and have my time, make my money. Not, I mean, I won't feel so trapped. I won't feel so trapped. Is what I'm hoping. I mean, I don't know. It's. I've never felt so trapped in my life. Um, uh, every night oh sorry every night I just pray that just pray that God just gives me the stamina to keep going, to keep my goals in mind, to keep pushing through, to let anything that affects me roll off my back. Easier said than done, but what's important to me is that I keep being kind. I don't want to let one negative person tarnish how I feel, change my behavior, affect my outlook on life. All that and it's crazy I just saw I told y'all I'm in a cemetery I just saw something like hop over the fence I think it's like I don't know there's houses over there so I'm not stressing out it's probably like some cat or something um, but I just had to vent talking to myself maybe others can relate to any of this it's like 23 minutes so probably no one will listen but it's okay I need to get it out but uh just can't wait for the day I feel safe, secure, and 
in my element. But I tell myself every morning, day by day, day by day, day by day, I can only control my actions and other people's. So, to end on a happy note, um, what's a happy note? The leaves are changing. Pumpkins. <laughs> and the fact that we are all still breathing. <laughs>